Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today. Cameron Justice, what's going on, Cam? What's going on? How are you? Hey, man, I I feel like I feel like it, it, it's like the first day of school a little bit. Like it's like the first yeah. day, but it's like the weird ones, like the first day of middle school. Like you don't know really, <laughs> you don't, you, you, you know, you kind of still want to play at recess, but you kind of, <laughs> but you, 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 you too afraid. You to grow up a little bit. Yeah. You, you gotta, you gotta mature a little bit. Yeah. You, can't, you can't be too yeah. all about recess in the playground. Yeah. You gotta, be the cool kid on the on the bleachers watching yeah, everything. Yeah, you, you still got you still got a favorite pair of jeans that you like to wear because they're cool, <laughs> but you understand that you have to switch your clothing, and then you like you go from like being like the girl that used to walk with you to school, like you feel weird about it right now. You don't know how to like how this is working. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that is a, that's a good description of this. It's extra weird. It's like a it's the first day of like first day of middle school. When you are going to a new school district, oh. I'm like drive. I'm in West Virginia right now. Like I just passed through oh. and I got to West Virginia. So now it's like extra weird. I'm like, okay, I'm like we're starting, but we're starting in a weird place. Yeah, right. And it's kind of like it takes <laughs> it takes you guys all out of your element. And and that brings me to the first question: is you know what what do you think propelled this move um, for Kevin Stefanski uh, to do this? Because obviously the Browns have always been traditional. You know, you got Berea and the fans come in and it's it's really comfortable. What do you think was the catalyst for this? I think it's about mixing it up and not letting these guys get complacent. And and this is kind of exciting for the, for the players too, right? It's a trip. It's something different. It's something new. You are working, but it still kind of feels like something different. I think this just mixes it up and it adds a little bit of – a new kind of energy that they don't have. You can, it's, it's the same as when you're, you're working in the office every day, right? And you're going to your desk. It's the same thing every day, but like the one day you work from home or like yeah. you switch up your routine, oh. you could, it, it could change something, right? Like you, it feels a little different. Work feels a little different and maybe it motivates you a little bit more. So I think that's really what it was. It's just to, just to switch it up a little bit. And it's a good, I mean, the Greenbrier is one of those places that like, no one's going to be mad to be there, (laughs) you know, like, and and so for them to have a mix up and to make it something that can be fun uh, for the players too, I think is really interesting and it keeps them on their toes. And they're kind of that way the the entire training camp, you get like two weeks at home and you've got West Virginia here for, you know, a little over a week and then you've got Philly coming up. And so it, they are, 
not getting complacent. They are not allowing themselves to be complacent and, and kind of get lackadaisical in Berea, just kind of going with the same old flow. I think that's what it's all about. Well, you know, we got news already. It's crazy. You know, Marquise Goodwin, we had him on our show um, a couple of days ago. He was a really good interview, really good guy, um, just great story. Um, it came out that he had the blood clots. Um, do you have any information on, you know, they said he's going to miss the start of training camp. Um, what does that look like? Yeah, he's, I mean, he'll be with the team and he'll be in meetings and, you know, he'll, he'll be with the guys. He just won't be able to do the physical stuff uh, right now. And, and that makes sense. He's, he's got to he's got to take care of himself. Blood clots are not a joke. Uh, and it, it's crazy, crazy news. And, you know, wishing, wish him all the best and a quick recovery and hope that, you know, this it, something that can clear up. Uh, I think, at the very least, several weeks, you know, of, of making sure he's all right and, and good to go. A lot of checkups, a lot of making sure that his situation and the blood clots are cleared up. Um, so it it looks like the Browns going a little extra heavy, you know, ramping up. And you, and you have to think, like, through training camp, Amari Cooper is obviously ramping up, but he's ramping up from surgery this yep. offseason. So that's still a, a slow process. So I think – what it does is it allows a little bit more for the Browns to see, you know, some of these other guys that they've got uh, in the wings, some of the practice squad guys, and and to see and they and then they get their chance to, you know, maybe step up and and make a name for themselves in training camp because that could be a make or break. This roster's pretty tight. They kind of got what they need figured out. There's not a lot of space for somebody to break through, but this kind of moment could propel a guy. Um, and I think that's what this is going to turn into is just training camp, seeing seeing the talent that they've got, and, and maybe some guy takes another step while Marquise is recovering. Um, and I think once he's, once he's good uh, and cleared, hopefully sooner than later, but, you know, he's got to be smart about it, and it has to be at, at a right time. Whenever he is cleared, he can come back and and figure out where that and then get to work again. You know, Cameron, uh, you know, this is and and I I said this the other day and I think maybe you you had even tweeted this out. I said, you know, this is a great opportunity like for a guy like uh, Anthony Schwartz where, hey, you're a third round pick. uh, You had a really tough year last year with the injuries. Um, and, you know, from the concussions to the injuries and different things like that, he's, he's not been able to be healthy. And, you know, he's had his issues with drops and some things like that and some mental errors. Um, I thought it was a great opportunity for him to step up and, and to get more reps than I think he would have gotten. And then the news comes out that he's, I believe he's on the, the uh, unable to perform list with a hamstring. Um, you, you know, how – that that definitely had to set him back a little bit. Was this something that that happened a, a while ago, or was this just a recent thing that he tweaked it? And, and what is his timetable for him him getting back on the field? Yeah, I mean he's dealt with hamstring injuries in the past. I think this is kind of one of those lingering things that maybe he just retweaked recently, uh, maybe in training. Um, and I don't know how long it sets him back. Anthony Schwartz is is an interesting case. Uh, to, to look at because he's got the speed on paper and and he just hasn't been able to translate into a NFL wide receiver. His hands have just not been there. Mentally, he's kind of been all over the place. And it's been a really 
big roller coaster ride for him uh, in his early NFL career. And it's kind of sad. It makes it, it, it I, I, I wish him the best that, you know, I, I want him to be able to, to figure it out. He just kind of hasn't yet. It's been very inconsistent. Uh, and so this hamstring injury does it does, like like you said? I mean, this this would have been a, a major opportunity for him. Marquise Goodwin is that quick receiver, and you know when he's out for a while, and you're looking to showcase that and work on those kinds of plays and those kinds of routes, you would plug in Anthony Schwartz instead of Marquise Goodwin. But now he's dealing with that hamstring injury, so it is a little bit more of a setback for him. But I mean, this this roster, not the speedsters. Um, you know, that, that Marquise Goodwin would be able to provide, I mean, uh, Elijah Moore is, is a, is a quick guy, but aside from, aside from the, the speed, they've got guys that now will have to step up and Anthony Schwartz kind of has to take a back seat while he's dealing with that hamstring. Don't know the timetable, but you've got guys like David Bell, who's looking to make a leap. Uh, you've got Dalen Baldwin looking to make a name for himself. Mike Hurley Jr. Still trying to make a name for himself. And these are guys that can, use this opportunity and it is just a bummer for Anthony Schwartz that for, at least for right now, he won't be able to do that in training camp. Talking to Cameron uh, justice on the North Thompson Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram hotline. She's from news channel five. Uh, you know, Cameron, I'll tell you what, um, when you look at this, I, <laughs> do you, from being around the team, do, do you feel the gravity uh, of, of this, this season? Um, like when you when you take a look at the you know the first few games and, and you got three division games within the first four or five weeks, I mean that sets up for you know the best of times or the worst of times. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> you you can come out and people can say, "Wow, this Cleveland Browns team! Look what they did to Joe Burrow and the Bengals! Look what they did going into Pittsburgh! Hey, Baltimore had to come to Cleveland and, and you know Lamar Jackson and OBJ and the Browns took it. Or you can be like, "Here we go again." Do you th- do you get that in the building that they have a specific different type focus this year that they've had in, in years past while you were covering the team? It doesn't feel like like it, not the stressful of like we've got to we've got to do it now. It's not high strung by any means, but I do think they understand that this is this is it. Like this is the this is the time to show up. You know. And anything can happen in a season, and we can say all day long right now before anything has happened, while the, it's the off season, no one's been lost, everyone's good right now. You get Deshaun Watson for a full year. You can say on paper this team what they should win, and, and it's, a, it's a lot of games. You know, it, it, it can't be an 8-9, 10-win season. Yeah, I think big year, right? Like that was like, wow, this is what this team could be. Twenty twenty one, he had Baker get injured, and it was just it was mess. And then last year with the suspension, and just it was it was it it wasn't going to be something that on paper was probably a good thing, and it ended up not it ended up being pretty mediocre. This year, barring any of that, you don't have any of that in your way. And you can't predict for injuries or anything like that. But right now, there is no reason. They have addressed their receiver position. I mean, obviously, there's some now with Marquise being hurt and all, all of that. But you, you've addressed some of the wide receiver concerns. You have 
addressed your defensive line. There's still some question marks at defensive tackle, especially now after the last release. But you like there are there have been moves made to address the areas of weakness, and you've got the quarterback that you went out and spent. $230 million guaranteed on to get him and that talent, and he's here for a full year. And so you don't have the luxury of saying, like, oh, well, we'll see what happens. Like, this is it. And I think that that's kind of the understanding in the building. They are all very aware that they've got the talent to be competitive. And if they were not, I think it would be a very big disappointment, not just within the building, but they know that it would be a disappointment for fans. And I don't. I think they always want to, you know, make the fans happy and get wins. That's the competitive nature of this game, and I think they're all very competitive guys. But I think this year there's less to lean on in terms of, oh, well, this happened, like this, this, and this. There's there's less to lean on. There's less excuses. And so you have to produce. And I think that's what they know, and I think that's what's going to show through training camp is a an emphasis on how to execute in a way that the excuses don't pop up and and you can just perform well throughout the season. You know, you know, Cameron, I look at, uh, you know, the team, and obviously last year, you know, Miles Garrett and I think Joe Batonio and, and Nick Chubb were captains. Um, this year, you know, I, I've always looked at it, and, and one of the guys that I, it's a, it's the reason why, you know, veterans come in and they can only be there one year, but the quarterback usually is the captain. You usually they have to see on their chest. Uh, obviously, excuse me, Deshaun Watson is not a person who had that see on his chest last year. Came in in the last six games or what whatnot. In terms of not only just being a captain, whether or not that's going to happen or not, um, how do you think the team has responded to him as a leader? Um, is he now a guy that is in that top pecking order for as far as a guy that, that people are listening to? Or is he just a guy that people know is talented and they're li- they're believing in him because they think he, he's, um, you know, the best quarterback they've had since 99? I think it's more of the latter, but growing towards the former. I think guys understand the talent that he has. They respect his game and they respect what he has been able to do. And I think they're very excited to play with him. Uh, I think that Deshaun has, is still getting into the groove of being the, the top pecking order, like guy to go to. And they all, they all talk to him. He's got, I think he's got a really good rapport with his teammates and he's been hosting all of these off season trainings and they hang out away from the facilities and that's huge. Uh, and I think that's, it's taking the steps of him becoming that guy. Um, last year was hard for him to do that. It was, he had to focus on himself and he had to focus on the external things. And then he had to focus on getting back to playing football. And it's hard to do all of that and be, you know, the leader of your entire team. Uh, and so now with some of that behind him and, him getting back into the groove and figuring out how to get back to himself on the football field and it becoming more natural. I think then naturally he becomes a stronger leader and it becomes, yeah, he's our quarterback. He's QB one. And, and then he can take on that role. And I, I've seen it growing a little bit. It's well, training camp is I think where it's going to really flourish and we'll see how that leadership takes form in this new position that he's in uh, with having that stuff behind him. But it it has been something where you've seen him kind of 
navigate through and and grow a different leadership form. So this year, I think, is a good year for him to be able to take that that true quarterback leading the team role and be vocal and be the guy that you know talks to guys and coaches guys up with like, with the coach. I think that's this is the perfect year for him to start getting back into that kind of role as a quarterback and do it in Cleveland uh, because I think that's what he wants to. I think he wants to be that. And it's just something that he had to figure out how to do uh, with his situation. And this is where I think it really starts to, to show up is starting at training camp and leading into the preseason and the start of the regular season. And I think it'll grow as, as the season goes on too. Uh, last question here before we could get you out of here. Um, what are your thoughts on the preseason? How much will these guys play? Do you think they'll be in the, uh, you know, play in the Hall of Fame game? Or, or, you know, is it a rest versus rest? What do you think? I think it's going to be very similar to the years that we've seen before. Like, the starters are going to play just a tiny bit, get them out there for you know, a couple series, and, and that's it. But because you want to get them acclimated, but you don't you – obviously, rest is important. And – seeing some of the guys that are the practice squad guys or, uh, you know, the guys that are on the bubble, that's important. You know, but that, that's where the preseason games matter is to see what they can do in a more game-like setting, not just seven-on-seven, 11-on-11s, seven, like full-speed drills with your team going up against a different team and, and seeing how they compete there. So I think it's going to be very similar to, like, years before of mostly resting, being smart about it, not not playing anybody. They're going to play some of the starters. A lot of the starters probably want to play. And so I think they'll – but not, not for very long. I don't, I don't see that changing just because of, like, you know, a Hall of Fame game. I think if there's a time to do it, to, to bring the guys out, some of those starters for a couple series, that would be the, that would be the game, in my opinion. Because, one, it's, it's meaningful for the Browns. And, two, you're home. <laughs> you're just right up down the street in Canton. So – that's, I think, uh, a good opportunity. But I think that's something that Kevin Stefanski and his staff will figure out when they want to do that. But I don't think it's going to look very different than we've seen before. Cameron, thank you so much for taking the time uh, on your drive to West Virginia. Hopefully you have a, a good eight days down there. And um, we'll talk to you when you get back. Sounds good. Thanks for having me. And I'm going to go check out the uh, wild and wonderful West Virginia. See what it's <laughs> all about. <laughs> Enjoy yourself. Uh, don't get, don't get caught uh, by any mountain lions or bears or, and, uh, and, and by the way, yeah, uh, drive safe. The curves get kind of crazy down there. I'm, I'm going around a bend right now through the hills. I'm going to, that's my main priority though. No yeah. mountain lions, no bears. <laughs> all right. We'll talk to you soon. Cameron justice on the North Oaks to Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram hotline. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.